Okay, guys, so in this episode, I'm speaking with Brian Hovez. Now, if you guys are listening and you're not too familiar or you kind of heard that name before or you want to know who Brian Hovez is, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about your past, present, and future and how you fit into this story? Sure. So my name is Brian Hovez. I am Ashley's husband. Uh, I am also the uh, main co-signer for her her debt. Uh, I like to think that I'm her primary cheerleader <laughs> in terms of egging her on and kind of motivating her to push outside of her means. Uh, I have a day job uh, as a uh, interventional physiatrist and currently doing whatever I can to try to help her with her dreams. In this episode, we're going to see Brian, Ashley's husband, his side of the story, his perspective, and his point of view on the making of Smile & Co. Welcome to the making of Smile & Co., a series about Dr. Ashley Hovez, a dentist in Folsom, California, creating her dental practice literally from scratch. She is starting with only a building that she has to completely remodel and reconstruct. She has zero existing patients, she's new to the community, and has no ownership of any other existing practice. She quit her job as an associate weeks before episode one was recorded, and I am documenting every single step in real time. Listen, join in, and engage with us as we hear all of Dr. Ashley Hovez's ups and downs and everything in between. This is a series for everyone, especially the ones looking to chase their dreams. If it wasn't for like you kind of cheering her on, right? How how did you come about doing that? Like what 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 made you want to tell her, "Hey, get on Facebook. Let's start making this happen." Oh, I I think I've always just been a gigantic believer in in her in her ability to connect with people, in her ability to to tell a story and and just in her ability to, you know, really make a difference in our community and the world. And so, you know, as we were taking our journey, uh, looking at practices and looking at properties, uh, you know, it was always, you know, me trying to take a step back, which is, if anybody knows me in real life, is a very, very difficult thing for me to do. But, hmm. you know, for her sake, I, I always tried my hardest to take a step back, follow her along, uh, allow her to just kind of find what what works for her. You know, I think she's told the story before about being able to eventually see this building that um, was pretty awful when we first came across it. Uh, but really just, you know, trying starting to see a vision and light the fire within her uh, that has months later come to amazing fruition. Yeah. Um, all of that led eventually to, you know, where she went and she was at her job and she was not exactly uh, happy. She was really actually really frustrated for quite a bit of time. You know, we finally closed on the building and, you know, her initial thought was, okay, let's, let's make this work. Let's try to just keep dragging it along for a little bit longer while, so we can at least get into construction and everything else because, you know, that's what smart people say, right? Can mm -hmm. you keep up with getting a paycheck? And then eventually, hopefully, you know, you'll make that transition. 
and then you know as everybody's kind of aware it got to the point that you know it just wasn't working out for for her or for anybody else and so I remember she called me that morning I was at the surgery center um, and she's freaking out and she's like you know everything just went down um, I'm really frustrated I was like I'm, I'm sorry I would love to be there for you I have 10 patients in the waiting room not not going to be the day that I can do it I was like but we just closed on the building last week I think you just need to do it right we t- we've talked about how we could possibly start letting the world know that you're going to build a practice I was like you might as well do it now mm-hmm. uh, you know I think she's she's made it she tells stories a little bit more vividly than I do uh, so she's <laughs> she's kind of talked about that that process and that lead up that of her actually getting to the place the space and eventually you know making this video um, that's changed uh, our worlds uh, and from my perspective actually I was you know, in and out of cases, and then she sends me this text uh, with a video, uh, and because at the time I didn't have Facebook, and so I had no idea. You know, I told her to do it, but you didn't I have Facebook, man. On Facebook before, I, I wasn't on Facebook. Oh man, uh, I, you know, I, I had I had an Instagram account. Um, you know, just kind of small, you know, family mostly, uh-huh. uh, but never had never joined Facebook. Uh, and then she did this video, and she was like, "I just." I just did it. You know, she sent me the video. I was like, that's amazing. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. She's like, I was crying. I can't believe I was crying. I was like, it's fine. Like it was real. Like it's raw. Like this is a yeah. really emotional day. It's good. Um, and so of course, like in between cases, I'm like sitting there, I, I join Facebook, I get on like her post and I share it and I text her. I was like, babe, I shared your post. And she's like, shared it to who? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I shared your post. She was like, you just joined Facebook four minutes ago. Yeah. And, and of course she like burst my bubble and she's like you shared it to nobody I was like damn oh man this didn't realize how this worked <laughs> yeah 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 uh, and so you know but yeah that was kind of that that was that day you know it was it was this kind of crazy emotional day that uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to be as present with her as I would have liked to because I know how difficult all of that was um, but at the same time, I think that allowed her to really, you know, kind of digest everything that was going on and really find herself and what, you know, her, her passion within it. And it's obviously blossomed into something pretty amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I remember when that, I, I didn't even see it on her page or anything that video. I saw it like on a friend's a dental practices, friends, like consultants page. It was shared like a hundred times or something. And I was like, oh, man, that emotional part, like, you know how you talked about it where it's like real and raw? That's what I think kind of triggered everybody. And like, oh, man, like she's we can all relate to that pain point. You know what I mean? Like, man, working for that one person that just doesn't let you do what you want to do. And so I think that's why I can relate. So, man, tell us a little bit more. Like, how have you been seeing everything from your end, like the transition? And like I, you're involved. I know that because like sometimes whenever she does like a Facebook live, I kind of see you in the background and then like, I see your comment pop up. Like, this is amazing. And I'm like, you're right there, man. Like I see you in the <laughs> in the video too. But that's cool. It's cool that you support everything too. So like, tell us a little bit more, like what has been some of the really big highs that you guys have celebrated? Maybe, maybe she hasn't really talked about it too much. And what has been some of like the really stressful moments that, I mean, obviously, because it's a marriage, you know what I mean? You both kind of share the the same type of stressors. Sure. I mean, it's, you know, I think every every day it's filled with uh, amazing highs and amazing lows. You know, the 
entrepreneurial roller coaster is is a real thing um you know from from my perspective i think that you know kind of trying to let her do her as much as possible uh, mm-hmm. has always been the hardest aspect of it for me uh, i'm a very hands-on person um, i'm a very opinionated person uh and i i also have uh, a lot of entrepreneurial stuff business marketing ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, I want this to be about her. And so for, for me, the hardest thing is always, um, understanding where to try to throw in my opinion a little extra and where to try to hold it back. Uh, and unfortunately much like, uh, most things in marriage that that line is always moving. And generally speaking, uh, we, we dance around it a lot and (laughs) we kind Mm -hmm. of find both sides of it. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, because this is so stressful for her, uh, and, you know, and, and for our family uh, at large, it does, you know, there are times when we, we get on each other's nerves and, you know, what I mm-hmm. say might not be the appropriate timing, um, or she just receives it, uh, in her head at the wrong time. And so, you know, but, and, and that's always frustrating because, you know, I feel, like a lot of things that we're trying to discuss together, uh, you know, if somebody else brings it up, you know, when, you know, obviously some of the things that we've celebrated, you know, when, when she started working with Anissa Holmes, I mean, that was kind of this huge, like, Oh my God, this is, this is real. Like yeah. Yeah. somebody that is, uh, you know, uh, somebody sitting in the hall of fame that's, you know, behind you. Like that was a huge moment for, for understanding that this journey was going to be what it's kind of turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, and from, for me, you know, along that path, I'll say some things and she, you know, will get frustrated or dismiss them or, you know, think that whatever I'm saying is idiotic. And then two days later, Anissa will bring up the, an idea and she's like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, dude, I just told you that two days ago. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that's also part of, you know, understanding the, mm. the timing and, you know, from my, not only the timing in real time, but also the timing in her head to be able to receive some of those things. And I think a lot of times when she's turning to me, it's not always for ideas and, and pushing. It's a lot of times it's more for the support and uh, cheerleading because, you know, I, or maybe not cheerleading, but uh, just making sure that she is, is being heard in, in the difficulties and in the frustration. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so what has been, what was, or what has, or what is still like one of your biggest concerns in throughout this whole process? I think that Ashley is amazing, amazing, amazing at her vision, at kind of formulating ideas and putting them all uh, together in a way that is, you know, building a phenomenal practice is, is, uh, dream casting for herself and for many people that are following along. Um, and I think that when she gets pulled into the day-to-day grind, it's mm-hmm. a very tra- difficult transition for her to do both of those at the same time. Uh, and I think it is for, for all of us, you know, it's really hard for us to be able to, you know, be the visionary and the dreamer and also be the, you know, day-to-day tacticianer that's able to dot I's and cross T's. Mm-hmm. You know, I think most people think about those as two very different personalities, but to be, you know, a very successful entrepreneur, uh, both of those are really necessary uh, to be able to coexist. 
And I think that is a very difficult thing for a lot of people to do. And so, you know, trying to trying to go back and forth with it and trying to understand how to meld both of those at the same time um, is an ongoing challenge. You know, mm-hmm. I think specifically over these last three weeks as we're entering the, you know, the final two weeks of construction and then, you know, rushing to, not, the, not rushing to get the doors open, but, you know, we had set this date that we were going to open our doors and trying to get everything ready with training a team and not, you know, worrying about construction and then worrying about getting patients in the door and all of the above, you know, it's, I think it was very easy for her to kind of lose sight of the, the dreaming aspects of it because she was so caught up in this is, you know, I need to do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And, and that's always a challenge to be able to, to balance both and to make time and, you know, make resources and energy to, to keep on both sides of that fence. Yeah. And how do you recommend someone can balance that or how can that coexist? Like, what would you recommend the person to do? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh, you know, we're, we're still working on it. We're still trying to figure that out. And I think, I think for, for Ashley, it's always helpful to be able to take a step back. Um, you know, and unfortunately I'm always the one that's trying to tell her, hey, let's, let's take a step back. Let's relax. You know, yes, we need to get this been trained. We need to understand how to work a phone system. We need to, you know, know how to check patients in. We need to get all of this stuff done. Um, but you know, at the same time, let's, let's back up just a little bit and take a much more larger view of where things are and where things are going as opposed to just getting caught up in the day to day. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's any one strategy that really works for that. Um, but I think it's helpful to whether you can you know, remind yourself or have somebody that reminds you as long as you're going to listen to them. I think it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so what has been going on this past couple of weeks, uh, ever since the last, um, interview with Ashley, I want to say it was like episode nine, but what, what has been going on in the past couple of weeks? Cause I know like her opening, it, it's the soft opening already happened, right? So the office is officially open. We've been okay. seeing patients for the past week. Um, the first event that the, the space is going to host is going to be a VIP guest, par- guest list party for everybody who had uh, signed up for our VIP guest list prior to the open. Um, and that's going to be a event working with the Folsom Chamber of Commerce uh, before one of their largest events, which is called Folsom Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to be hosting a party um, at the space for about two or three hours beforehand. We have um, a friend that has a restaurant in Midtown that's going to be doing some catering uh, and another friend uh, that is the head winemaker at one of the wineries in Sacramento uh, that will be uh, coming out and uh, discussing some of the wines that she's made over the past couple of years that Thankfully, they've uh, been amazing and are working together to be able to pair the food and the wine together. Um, so that's going to be our first actual event at the space. But mm-hmm. kind of leading up to that, we you know, finished uh, August with a ridiculous bang, getting construction uh, completed uh, all the way up to the wire. Uh, we technically started seeing patients September 7th, I believe. It was a Thursday. Uh, and literally... Mm-hmm. On that Wednesday, uh, furniture was getting brought into the space. Uh, yeah. The final, uh, the, the final uh, touch-ups were being done in terms of construction. I believe that m- Wednesday morning was when 
or, or what maybe it was Tuesday, that we got the final permits to actually be able to bring stuff in and officially open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything kind of came together at the right time, but also was uh, a mad dash uh, those last couple of weeks to be able to, to get everything accomplished. Um, thankfully, you know, we put together an amazing team that was really helpful and supportive uh, during those last couple of weeks making that push. You know, Ash had to kind of extract herself as much as possible to start working on training her team and, you know, get them getting to know each other, getting to know the new systems, getting to learn how to utilize phones and different cameras and, and such. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but then, you know, it, it, it all led up to that crescendo of uh, opening the office on Thursday to, you know, uh, patients ready, ready to be seen, you know, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday of last week, you know, so they had patients booked every single day. Um, technically speaking, before the office opened, she had 53 patients scheduled. Yeah. Um, and which uh, I was, you know, we had set that as a goal um, sometime along the way to try to get to 50 scheduled before the open. Never really were sure how we, if, if or how we would get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked to many people that are like, oh, yeah, you know, if people come in in the first few weeks, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, 50 patients scheduled uh, before the open. Um, you know, she was, she had kind of fallen off in terms of trying to push some of her social media things, but, uh, kind of just squeaked mm-hmm. by at the end and made it up to a thousand Facebook likes before she opened, which was also another goal that, uh, her and Nissa had been working on. And so they were able to get some of that set up, um, prior, um, but you know, a couple of really, really, uh, stressful weeks as I think yeah. anything, um, you know, I think any any time that you're getting towards uh, the what feels like the end, right? Getting the office opened was at least the closing of one chapter, uh, mm-hmm. and now the office opening is the beginning of another chapter. And so, kind of rushing up to that is always exciting, uh, and it, was, it definitely didn't lack for excitement. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And so I remember in one of the uh, episodes we talked about um, chairs like the dense ply chairs, right? Or Serona chairs. And um, we were, what Ashley had discussed was that she was just going to get like, you know, regular chairs because she talked with you and you guys were like, you know what? Not everybody really notices the chairs, but then she ended up getting the Serona chairs, right? So like, she did. <laughs> what, what what was your view on that? Like, what was your take on that? Because I know for you, and I, I kind of agreed with you, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I don't know if patients really noticed the chairs, but then I saw the chairs and I was like, dang, the chairs look really nice, you know? So what what is your take on that? Her chairs are pretty fantastic, I must admit. <laughs> um, I, think it, I think it definitely helps that she decided to run in a completely different direction than I think I was anticipating with the chairs. Um, it's basically a Tiffany blue. Yeah. Um, which uh, adds its own flair to it and I think accentuates how sleek and modern the Serona chair is. Um, and so, you know, I think that fits into her overall mode and persona of having this grand vision and really trying to do things really different, right? I mean, in my head, a dental chair is tan and boring. And I think <laughs> if she would have gone with the Serona chairs but gone with a tan chair, I don't think it would have mattered, right? I think it. I think it, that any you know you'd come in and you'd be like, oh yeah, it's a cool chair, um, but it's a tan chair and everything else is tan and yeah, it blends in with everything else. Um, but the second that she decided to change the color up and do something that is, you know, a complete 
curveball from what you would expect to see in a dental office. I, I think that it accentuates how cool those chairs actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now seeing it, uh, it totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I still, I still am, well, am interested to see how patients end up responding. I mean, obviously I think, you know, the overall office is ridiculous. I mean, this is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. I mean, if I could dream of a custom home, I don't think I even would have dreamt that it would have been that nice. And that's her dental office. So uh, I, I think I think altogether the place is is amazing, and you know the the chairs are the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I think overall it does it all fits together, and it, it leaves that impression for the patients that literally no detail was left behind, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what she was going for. She wants them to know that you know we thought about every single thing so that we can think about every single thing for your health. Yeah, and how did you feel about the delay? Uh, I I don't deal well with delays, <laughs> so so I I I think I was probably a hundred times more frustrated and um, yeah more definitely more animated animated than Ashley was, uh, which I think is if people know us they'd say that's normally the opposite. Uh, uh, Ashley's definitely usually the more animated person, uh, and yeah, so yeah. I it was very very difficult for me to deal with. Um, and you know, Ashley was very level-headed as things were going. You know, she'd get frustrated, um, and she'd you know she'd say a little bit, and then I would like explode and she'd <laughs> have to calm me down. Uh, and she's like, "Do you want to talk to them?" I was like, "I do want to talk to them." She's like, "No, I'm not letting you call them." <laughs> uh, um, and so it was, you know. But yeah, I mean, it, it's difficult. And understanding there's always construction delays, and there's always things happen a long time. And you know, at looking back now that things have have made their way i mean everybody pulled together the team was was great about you know making sure that you know okay we set this date you know and not only did we set the date and you know say, say what the date was we booked patients on that day like multiple mm-hmm. patients so they there was it was like okay it's there there's no there's no changing things there's no way that we're going to get away from it and everything came together everyone pulled together and just got things done mm-hmm, yeah yeah that's amazing yeah and so what has shocked you in this process? Like, what was what is one thing you can recall where you're like, man, shocking <laughs> in this whole process? You know, I think it's just really been intriguing for me to watch her grow, to to see where she was as a, a leader, as a businesswoman, as a uh, you know a person who had these dreams and had these ideas, but had never really you know, put any of those other skills to, mm-hmm. to task and to see her evolve over these past five months from, you know, somebody who, who had these great ideas um, and had then had to turn into somebody who could actually not just sell, you know, herself and the couple of people around her or the couple of people that are going to, you know, help her support her dream, but just sell the entire, you know, city infrastructure, uh, you know, people that are, have joined our journey on this process and then lead this team to, you know, opening this amazing practice has been just such a a wonderful journey to watch. Right. I mean, you know, she's Mm -hmm. really found this ability to, to lead and to, to 
to continue growing and to find the right people and utilize, you know, their skills, reach, re, you know, reaching out to people who have much more experience than her, um, as I think all great leaders do. And I think that that's been kind of one of the most awesome things to see is just kind of watching that evolution of, of her growing from, you know, somebody who's associated for eight years to somebody who now has this amazing practice and this amazing team that's going to change, you know, our, uh, you know, our area locally and, you know, who knows what else over the coming years. Yeah. Would you, what would you recommend to someone who wants to start a practice? And if you can answer like in the sense, like what would you recommend Mm -hmm. to um, someone like in the sense Hey man, this is what you're gonna expect from your spouse, um, in like a, I guess personal level, and then this is what you're gonna expect in a marketing and advertising level. This is what you're gonna expect in a business side of it. Like, what would you recommend to someone who wants to start a practice? I think the first and most important thing for anybody when they're starting, whether they're you know going out and on their own in business or doing anything that is entrepreneurial is making sure that you have that passion because if you understand where you're going what your reasoning for what you're doing is and you know the cliche thing of why you're doing everything that you're doing it's a whole lot easier to deal with everything else because every you know it's going to punch you in the face and there's going to be delays and there's going to be things that you don't agree on and there's you know going to be a million fires every single day that you have to deal with and it can get really, really easy to get frustrated, get bogged down, or mm-hmm. just decide to to turn away if you know you don't have a firm understanding of what all of it's for. Uh, you know, if there's if there's if the if the idea, the purpose behind what you're going to build is, you know, if that's the only thing that you can do, if you can't understand life without that. It, it makes everything so much easier because when, you know, when you get told by the fire inspector that you have to put in 17 new uh, smoke alarms, even though the same plans have been there for the past five <laughs> months, uh, or you know, when you, you go to the space for a, a week and there's nothing happening because there was a fire in the building next door to you and there's no power, you know, those things happen and that's mm-hmm. just part of life. And I, I can see how if if your North Star wasn't, shining bright how it'd be really easy to get lost hmm. i like that man that was a good analogy right there so <laughs> then um what is like the main lesson you want the audience to take away with besides that like in the sense um i guess more inside of a technical aspect like the main the main uh thing that you've been witnessing um from ashley's startup journey besides like you know making this your all like what is the main lesson would it be like organization or making sure you are keeping in touch with the right type of people like what is the main lesson you would recommend all of the above i mean having the right team in place having the right people to give you guidance um or to lean on um having organization is always going to be helpful uh, i must say it's probably one of the things that Ash isn't the greatest at. So I think that's one of the things that you can probably make up for. It doesn't sure doesn't make your life easier, but um, if it, if you're unorganized, um, but I mean, the the team, the support system, and the mentors. I mean, people are people are everything, 
you know, and if the right people are surrounding you or you surround yourself with the right people, I think you're always going to, you know, have a, an edge up on, you know, whatever might come and try to you know, get in your way. What do you think has been like the best or the most favorite resource throughout this process? Mine or Ashley's? <laughs> like Ashley, both, both. I, I think for her, um, it, it really has been uh, Anissa and the team that uh, she's put together and the group of docs that they've all, you know, that have become, you know, her kind of core people that she turns to. I'm, you know, thankfully built a, a large network of uh, people that are helping her and working with her and she's able to reach out to. Uh, but I think that that has definitely been the the strength for her is having this amazing group of people to be able to, to turn to when she has a question or just to be able to uh, bounce ideas off of or, you know, bounce frustrations off of. Um, for me, I, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm, I know Ashley's talked about this a lot. I'm always going to just bounce back to, to Gary Vee. I'm a big gigantic believer mm -hmm. in everything that he, that he preaches. Uh, and that's, those are kind of the, the things that I keep bouncing off of her on a regular basis, um, to the point that she gets frustrated and you know, throws things at me when I keep telling her. Um, but, but, you know, I think that, you know, people living their truth and, you know, just, you know, doing whatever, whatever they have to do to, to find their happiness, um, is, is always going to put you in a better place, mm -hmm. you know, you know, for, for Ash, her, her truth and her, her passion was always, you know, creating the space that, you know, she could invite people to, that she could make patients feel loved, uh, that she could make a team feel like they belong. Uh, and you when know, she was willing to do whatever was necessary to be able to get it, you know, whether it's, you know, sacrificing sleep, sacrificing, you know, at times parts of her health, um, you know, sacrificing some of the most precious things, which is, is time with her boys. Uh, but to be able to build this uh, the right way and in, in the way that she wants it built so that way, you know, eventually it'll, it'll be, it'll be there and it'll be a, a beacon for, you know, for, for our boys to understand what hard work can bring um, and for everybody to know uh, that, you know, if you have a dream and you, you, you work your butt off to be able to get there, it, anything's possible. Yeah. Who was more afraid financially, you or her? Her. Her, you were kind of just like, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, thankfully we're, I, I think, you know, she's probably alluded to this before. I think we're in a, a, a pretty nice situation where, you know, my salary probably is enough for a family of four. I mean, we, you know, we live relatively modestly. Uh, we, you know, we're renting a house. We don't spend a lot of money. We don't do a lot of things. And, and so we could we totally get by on, on my salary alone. And so everything else is, you know, this is, this is her passion. This is her dream. And, and so I, I was never overly concerned about, uh, anything monetarily. Mm -hmm. I, I tried to help her with, with budgets and, th and such because she has a tendency to start going wild and, uh, <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if she could, she, uh, she would, you know, build a, a 6,000 square foot, uh, four seasons in her, back, in her backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, you know, she would, she would, she would have put a swimming pool in if, uh, if I didn't <laughs> stop her, right? Like, 
<laughs> oh man, that would have been amazing. It, I mean, it's 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 the only dental office I've ever seen that uh, has a backyard, and so you know, know. Yeah. That's, that's that's kind of you know she gets excited and then she'll get stressed out about it and then she gets excited <laughs> and so she runs with it. Um, but you know, I, you know, I, I, this one even went into as we were going uh, trying to understand the team and and hiring process. You know, she was like, "We should, I should hire one person that can do everything." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Why?" And she's like, "Well, because everybody says that's what's smart: stay lean, stay and and try to do it." I was like, "Cool. What about trying to grow?" And she's like, "Well, I don't know." I was like, hmm. "How about we do this? You don't technically need a paycheck. We can put everything that you need into the office. Let's invest in the people that you think are amazing." That you that you either know or meet or interview that you're like this person's a rock star. I I need them on my team. Cool. Let's get that person on our team, right? And let's let's build the perfect team that's going to set us up for growth. Because you know, I I, I started using Amazon analogies with her, which I, I think was completely over her head because it's not really uh, the way that it thinks. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't know I don't know how how much you pay attention to the stock market, but Amazon now mm-hmm. being you know one of the I don't know four. Most most valuable companies in the history of the world. Yeah. For the first five or eight years of their existence, half of Wall Street thought that they were going to go bankrupt because they never learned how to turn a profit. All they were worried about was growth, grow, grow, grow. Keep reinvesting, grow, reinvest, grow, reinvest, grow. Um, hmm. And now they're you know the fourth most valuable company in in the history of the world. And so that was that was always my thought was look if you if you pick the right people if and and you worry more about growth than you worry about just We'll just skim by, you know. We can make things work, and that's we're in a different place than I think a lot of people are, and so that's that's one of the blessings that we have, um, because you know not everybody who's going to be opening their own office, you know, whether buying or starting fresh, uh, has that luxury. Yeah, man. Yeah, I completely agree. And so, what's next? Like, what's going to happen after this call? And where's Ashley? And yeah, pretty much, what's next? So after this call, I am going to go pick up our sons from preschool. <laughs> um, Ashley's currently actually at Zero World. Uh, uh, she had signed up for this conference, um, you know, seven or eight months ago prior to all of this happening. And so it just happened to be the second week that uh, her office was open. Um, yeah. So she's currently, you know, getting inspired and learning from some of the, the top docs in the country and um, you know, next steps are really just continuing to push forward and, and trying to fill the schedule and build the right way, um, you know, with, with the right, uh, with the right message behind uh, what we're providing for, for our community. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're listening to, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Every single review helps us out tremendously. Also, Do not forget to share this episode and others that you've enjoyed on your social media. Please make sure to follow Ashley and her journey and the Dental Marketer podcast on Facebook and Instagram. The links to the Facebook and the Instagram will be in the show notes below. If you do have any questions or concerns, feel free to message us on Facebook or Instagram directly or email me at michael at the dentalmarketer.site. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.